Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, uh, you join us as we're just discussing our swearing policy for this uh, edition of the podcast. Um, I think we've ruled out a few words. I think uh, maybe four-letter ones beginning with C and ending with T. I think that one maybe should be banned. But all the others, I think, are good to go. What do you think? Yeah. yeah I, had real, not... I had a real urge just to say that. <laughs> I, know, I know. I really want to say it as well now, but I will say last night was just a big bag of wank, wasn't it? It really was. It really was just absolutely abysmal. And to help talk me talk through the... Last couple of games of Redden Football Club, I'm joined by Sam Stevenson. Hello. And uh, Nef Salah. Hi. We <laughs> <laughs> do the best hi there. I'm yeah. trying to start upbeat. Upbeat? Yeah, I'm trying to. It's going to go down quickly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Quicker than us, isn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> gonna... I know. So let's start on a slightly positive note. No, no, it's more than positive. Let's go back to the Brentford game on Saturday. And don't worry, we are going to talk about last night's Omni Shambles. But I need to get... Some positivity in my life first before we go to that, well, weekly dark place for Reading. Mm. So you were at the game, Nath. What did you think of it, yeah. first of all? Just kind of sum it up the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, it was a much improved display from the beginning. There was a lot of urgency on display, what I've been asking for for a few weeks now. We've actually went at it. And it was, I, I guess, typical of our normal away performances, which seemed to be a higher tempo than our home ones by, by I'd say, double at least. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was, but... We were really at the races after, from after Brentford scored. We were a bit slow, and the goal we conceded to leave the least top scorer unmarked in our six-yard box was typical us um, in in many cases. But we really improved after that, and um, it mainly came from John Swift. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, John Swift actually. I mean, if you look at the two things, if we go back to the start when we made all the changes, so we had Gunter. And Swift into the team, Barrow and Mate. I mean, obviously O'Shea and Bulldog missed out for mm. suspension and injury. And we had Kelly and Sims, who I don't quite understand why Sims wasn't playing. I mean, he sets up a goal, he constantly attacks, but I mean, that's going to be a theme later, isn't it? Strange team <laughs> selections. But when you look at it, um, Swift came in. It definitely, you can't complain about the impact he's had. Mm. I mean, you could say the Brentford goal, he's had an absolute shocker for both goals, but... If you don't shoot on target, you don't score. Yeah, you so shoot. I thought, how? Oh no! I'm just thinking about last night. <laughs> <laughs> like, how he doesn't that? The next game is beyond me. But that was a positive impact, and also Sims came on later and got the uh, Brentford player sent off essentially by just going past mm. him. Mm. So we move on to both the goals that we actually scored. Had the shot for the first one goal. He has an absolute shocker. 
and then Bodvarsson is there to tap in which I think is a, I love the goals when we get a one inch tap in I mean what do you think Sam do I you just, think, enjoy I just those think it, moments well I do but I also think it's great that we've now got a player in Bodvarsson who attacks everything um, and he's obviously not necessarily got the best close ball control but he wins the odd header and he's pretty good at holding it up but generally it's just nice that we've got a player who attacks everything in the box um, and obviously he's been in and out of the team a little bit but every time he plays he seems to be scoring at the moment so um, yeah I, I love that I love a tap in I love a goal no no <laughs> totally totally and those ones from uh, one inch out which they showed on the goal line technology on their Twitter of uh, Reading maybe a couple of days ago and you think those are the ones that you want from the striker which Bob Valsen traditionally well from just one season we haven't seen him getting those kind of goals and those goals are just priceless because he gets you back into the game and you think if someone isn't there it's so frustrating if the goalie just clears it off the line but then we move into the second half and the kind of I was expecting us to concede an early goal, which we now haven't done for a while. I'm trying to find positives. That's five <laughs> yeah. games. Yeah. We haven't conceded an early goal in the second half. But then we actually scored again from another goalkeeper blunder from uh, John Swift free quick, which I think he makes an even bigger blunder of that. I mean, you were in the end goal. I was right behind it. Yeah, it was a real shocker. <laughs> it came out. Of, it just came out of nothing. I don't know what he was trying to do. It was He was trying to punch it, but... He punched it directly above his head, and it kind of looped in. He, he it was made, so bad, and he made no attempt to even no. get it again when it was coming down. It was like kind of did, but it was just so late. Wasn't I was like, it? "Come on!" Yeah. Um, and then from after after that, I wasn't that worried. And then they put up ten minutes injury time at the end. But before that, Luca came on. Oh yes, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. He came on for some inexplicable reason that I don't understand. Yes, he did come on. I'm trying to see who he came on for now. He was a. Uh, Another great moment of uh, Paul Clement management. And I did mention a lot of players had cramp as the game went on, yeah. um, which could have been... Not used to running, are they? Yeah, um, <laughs> but, but there was an audible gasp when he actually was when we realised it was him. He came off for Mate in the 82nd yeah. minute. We were thinking they were going to bring Blackett on, yeah. for just to shore it up a bit. Yeah, that sure made sense. Um, yeah. And then it was him, and it was like, why? Yeah. There's no need for that. He's not someone you want when you're hanging on to a 2-1 lead. No, it, it just no, no. Well, he's not gonna, someone, he's not someone t- you want any time. <laughs> no. We will talk about Sonia Loco in more depth uh, a little bit later. He's got his own special section. <laughs> it's not the first time this has happened, but um, it's just uh, it is frustrating to obviously concede the goal two minutes injury injury time. But also there was another eight minutes after because there had been some weird situation with a free kick. That's oh wow. Of, yeah, well, yeah I remember. That on? What was that? It, Some kind of took, melee? It took five minutes to sort out this free kick. If the referee yeah. just got on with it and put his little spray thing down, like they normally do, nothing yeah. would have happened. No. But where he let it, let it go on and go on and go on, the wall started yeah. jostling with each other. Yeah, and then um, Gunter gets involved like he like he usually does in situations <laughs> like that, like he's going to cause anyone damage. <laughs> um, he'd run away at the first sign of a punch. To be honest with you, but and then it just all kicked off and it went on for about five minutes and I was like just get on with it yeah I noticed the uh, Brentford manager afterwards was uh, not happy with us rolling around and time wasting but come on all teams do it we've seen it done to us repeatedly and it's as horrible as it is it is part of the game any team away from home is going to do that right in that position especially at Brentford yeah absolutely Yeah, I thought Clement responded well to that when he said, oh, sorry, Dean, what do you expect us to do? Roll over yeah. and just let you play. That's fair enough. I, I, I kind of like that, that we've wound up the opposition manager so much that they have to comment about it when, in reality, the real problem with 
that game for Brentford was they had an absolutely shit goalkeeper for that one game <laughs> and they only had three shots on target it's just, yeah. just things evening themselves out for us though right we've seen I, enough yeah, goalkeeping yeah. errors from our side so yes totally but before the game we would have taken a draw wouldn't we absolutely yeah and I think there's in the way we played there's so many positives as well because we kept their two best players very quiet in that game apart from the goal Morpé didn't do anything he looks like a quality player. He's a very good yeah, finisher. Um, and uh, Watkins, on their winger, yeah. who's very dangerous, he'd hardly got a touch, to be honest with you. He wasn't very good at all. Um, and that would, could have been down to our good defending, or he could have just had an off day. I'm going to be positive and say it's down to us. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think so. Possibly it was. Yeah, I mean, I think we're the first team to take a point off the Brentford at home. So, mm. it's, not, it's not that far into the season, but they're going to batter some teams, I think, going on. Yeah. They've got a good team and... As I've said before, they're basically us 10 years ago, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little bit they, longer. They might again. be about to lose their manager, though, to Aston yeah, Villa. Really? Oh, mm. yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah, his favourite, his favourite. fan, is he? I don't, yes, he's from that area. Yeah, I don't know if he is. But yeah, but that would be. I, I don't know, I don't know which one you take, but this isn't a Brentford podcast. So let's no, it's not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I think it was good at the end. You thought maybe we'd turn a corner as Paul Clement then comments after the match and says, there's been a mental shift in this team, and that's pleasing. I think we have turned a corner, but we know how to keep it going. That is a very, very sage words there, Paul Clement. Very, very good. Um, I would advise, my advice to you would be not to make too many changes for the next game. Yeah. That would be my advice, Paul. But no, you definitely did not take it. So we're going to have to move on to that game that we all witnessed last night against QPR because that's clearly going to take up most of the uh, podcast. Mm. Um, just in one word, sum up your feelings when you saw the lineup. Not allowed to say that. No, it was it was shit, bad, yeah. bad. It was bad. Just negative, wasn't it? Straight away because you just thought. I mean, I'm sure Sonia Luke is trying. And I all love these that we've things. gone straight onto a loop. Yeah, yeah, we have. But that's the but that was the reason, wasn't it? I, you can't pretend that it was not that reason. I mean, as much as people dislike uh, Chris Gunter, you know, I don't think he's an amazing player, but that wasn't the real issue. Mm. It was Sonia Luka coming back in, and we've got Sims. So across the board, yeah. I think we've got players that do complement each other, and you've seen that against Hull, you've seen that against Preston to an extent, and, um, and against Brentford at the weekend. And as soon as you then separate those players, they can't do it. Swift looked anonymous when he came on last night. Um, and and uh, and various other players on the pitch just didn't like the midfield didn't feel like it fit together properly, no. um, and and I think as soon as you start shifting that and taking certain players out, it it just falls apart, um, and and that's why making changes is more detrimental than it would be for a lot of other teams at the moment. It's a good, good point because I thought I thought Ezatoli and Bakuna didn't look good last night at all. I really thought they I thought they were really all over the place, yeah. loose balls everywhere. Bakuna. Some of his set pieces were terrible. Um, we need to sort that out, by the way. We might come on to that later on, but that's a different issue. But, I mean, when I saw that name on the team sheet, I'm thinking, what have you? What could you possibly have done to warrant starting in that team over Sims? Yeah, no, what, this is the problem. What, what, what have you I done? Can't justify how can you see Sims at Brentford, the way he played when he came on, and think, oh, well, Luko's a good option, they've done that right. It's Sims against Hull. But it's not just at Brentford, is it? It's against Hull, it's, it's yeah. the uh, Villa game where he yeah. came on and won the penalty. Yeah. Like, every game Sims has played and he's had an impact. And the other yeah. thing he does, he protects Gunter slightly because he tracks back, yeah. he comes back and forward. What are you doing putting a Luko in that team? No, I, I don't understand. I mean, none of us are making out Sims to be the next Glenn Litter or anything. I don't think any of us think that. No, no. But 
is he better than Aluko? Does he do more for the team? And has he got more confidence? I, I'm not than even Aluko? sure it's about is he better than Aluko. I just think is he playing better than Aluko well, at the moment? Yes, and ultimately, yeah, yeah. yeah, the bottom line is yes. I'd I'd have anybody in that position who was. I'd he looks play, confident on the ball. I'd I'd prefer to have Blackett playing on the right wing. You know, at least he can cross the ball. Like <laughs> sure, I just think true. I just think oh. Aluko at the moment. There was a I think he had a corner or an opportunity to cross unmarked last night, mm. and he went straight to the first man, headed away. Um, and again, it's it's just you know they're they're almost freebies. Get the ball on the penalty spot, yeah. and and he just can't do it. And he's so mentally shot at the moment and struggling so much. I actually think it's almost unfair of Clement putting him in the team. Yeah, because, no, no, I understand. Because he's so. he's you know yeah. it's not doing him any favours. He's no, struggling game in game out. Um, he, he, he I mean he strikes me as someone who's reasonably intelligent. When I've yeah. heard him talking, mm. he knows the fans think he's shit, and yeah. he knows he's playing shit. Surely yes. he knows. Yes, right. Yeah, he must know it, and he goes onto yeah. that pitch thinking. There's nothing I can do because I'm so low. I've got to. I'm going to play the simple ball every time back, right? And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to stand still in this small square of pitch that I've been told to play in. I'm going to do nothing else. I'm going to be no help to anyone. And that's what he did last night. He just stood there losing balls. He was. He had time though to have a laugh and joke with Steve McLaren at one point, and they were all best friends, touching each other and stuff like that. It's like get the smile off your face, <laughs> you useless wanker, and get the ball down and play football. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know what is going on with decision making. I've put him in the team, like we've just been through. He's got no confidence. He's shown very little ability. Set up a goal at Preston. Yeah. I think that's all he's done this season. Um, if you compare it to Sims, I just it's a complete no-brainer. And what it did to the whole, I, mean, I can't say the whole. We can't all speak for the whole of the crowd, but. Everyone that I would speak to would see Aluko on the team, even on the bus on the way to the ground. I yeah, see Aluko's on this, in the team, and it just killed it. This isn't a new thing, though, right? From the very beginning of the season, Ilori started really strong and then was dropped for McShane yes, for some yes, reason. Yes, yes, yes. Blackett played really well and has just been thrown out the team for us to play two full-backs backs out of... Well, one full-back out of position. Like, the the decisions are mad. They are swift. They don't, yeah. yeah. Good game on yeah. Saturday. You know, whatever you say about the goalkeeper, he still had an impact yeah. on it. Yeah. Confidence has got to be up. Oh, no, 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 let, let's not play here. But, it, but it's just how, how damaging is it as a player? It must be really, really damaging to think I've come into the team, I've really staked my claim for a place, mm. and then I'm dropped. You know, yeah, and, you, and, yeah. you know the one who that's going to affect the most? Because I think he's the most fragile mentally based on what I've seen is Blackett mm. Blackett was having the, the best game run of his time here yeah. at the start of the season what the hell has he done to be dropped yeah I, 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 yeah again I, I give you an answer and Gunter's Gun- no. still on the periphery Gunter's yeah. the player that's not playing well and he's effectively the player that's shut and the other down. thing yeah. the other thing if you put Blackett in the team you can go back to that formation that worked against Hull you can play the three at the back yes. with the wing backs again you can still have Gunter if you want Gunter in the team you can still have him there but you play three at the back again it worked I don't. Do it. I don't understand what the thinking is because I mean, Gunter was okay. I thought last night. I know a lot of people don't rate him and all that kind of thing, as I've said before. But he did a few more moves when he went forward, which is one of the major issues that fans have with him that he keeps on going backwards. Very early in the first half, he um, did a pass <laughs> did backwards and got sarcastic cheering. You know, whether you think that helps or not. It's there, isn't it? You, you can't deny it's, it. You pay yes. money to go and watch football. I don't care. Yes. Fans want to jeer. You know, it's up to them. Paying their money, right? Yeah, it's, exactly. As long as it's not personally offensive, then you can you can do or yeah, say yeah. pretty much what you like. As long as you're not offending someone, it's, it's up to people what they do at full yeah, Of course, it? it's you know, it's their own space, and they're going to take responsibility for their own actions, yeah. aren't they? But I do think that 
yeah, it's just draining watching them now at the moment. With that right-hand side, we've watched Gunter play there for, I've watched him for six years, or you, both, both you two have as well. Yeah. And you think, I know what he's going to do and I know what he can't do. Yeah. We've got Yadam on the left-hand side playing out of position and he's still playing at a higher level than Chris Gunter. I never wanted to be this guy, but I'm now that guy. <laughs> that literally every time something goes wrong, I blame Gunter immediately. <laughs> I'm just like, what is You're hoping the fridge. There's and no I, food in And there. my brother's like, he was nowhere near it. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, it was him. It was definitely... Go- I just, that, I can't... But it is, yeah. for me, more than anything now, it's, it's Paul... Paul Clement like yeah. it's the decisions he's making it's it the players he's swapping in and out and another illogical thing is Gunter is clearly better with his left foot than Yadom is so why yeah. why are they on the other side of each other it's crazy I don't it's just crazy it. it's crazy Blackett is clearly better with, with his left foot than, he is. than Gunter is like, it's, it's come know, on totally um, illogical I and, totally and we agree. played Alori at fullback for one game and he played quite well and yeah. then we swapped it all back round again and it's just it's, it's just, uh, just we're all over the place we don't have that many injuries we're not in an injury no. crisis but we it feels like we are because it feels like we're playing players out of position again well, it's no surprise that we keep on go, turning up at matches and the players look disorganised because that's exactly what they're going to be because there's absolutely no consistency. And like we've just said, if you play well, you could easily get dropped. Uh, if you play badly, you'll probably get a longer run. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, ideally, I would have Blackett at left-back myself and I'd have them at right-back mm-hmm. because it just makes more sense. Blackett was in better form. Who knows what he's going to be like now because he's been out for about a month at least, hasn't yeah. he? So a bit of that with injury, obviously. But he got dropped before that. I mean, just so draining. I mean, one thing I'd say we were unlucky with last night is by Varsen. That was an unlucky situation. Because who knows? Because QPR weren't that great. The thing is, though, are the players that fragile that that's killed them? Completely, before yes. the game. and they must be. Yeah. And they must be. They the answer is yes. They are. They, if they can blame something that isn't them, they will. Yeah. I mean, we're going to come on to the penalty divings, possible whatever they are later. But that's an example of players not taking responsibility. Yeah. I mean, you look at Mater. He obviously came in and replaced Bavars in at short notice. Um, in the first half, he really didn't have much impact at all. I thought. What did you think? He won a couple of headers like he us- yeah. usually does, but. He's. I wouldn't. You, you can't play him up on his own because he's the guy who wins the header for the smaller for the smaller guy. I would imagine because they always aim for him on the wing. If you see him on the wing, Walker is aiming for him every time, every yes. single time without fail to win that header. Um, and last night the ball was bouncing off him all the time. He's got his control is awful. It's up there with some of the worst I've seen. Well, did um, the four-year contract, Nath? What's your thought on oh, that? Oh, yeah, he's earned one. He's earned one. He scored as many league goals as I have this season. So, <laughs> yeah. so why not? Oh dear! I mean, I, mean, I get he's a talent, maybe, but four years. He's got, how many mad. games? How many games has he played for us? Fifteen, something like nine. that. Nine, nine ever league games. Nine league or, games. Oh wow! Zero goals. I think he's got a few yellow cards though. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, what? I want him to do well. I hope in a few years' time because we've seen young players come through at Reading, and all of a sudden, I mean, when you first saw Shane Long, he looked like a bit like a headless chicken. Even the yeah, players said when they were training, they was when they first saw him, they thought, "What's he doing here?" <laughs> you know, yeah, but the difference is Shane Long grew up playing a different sport. Yes. Maybe say he grew up playing football. <laughs> like, it's... can't really reply to that one. That's killed it, hasn't it? Yeah. Sam, well, Sam, yeah. what do you think about the Gourlay for your for your deal? Um, I just think. Go on, give us so... your honest opinion. Come on. Come on, I want to hear it. <laughs> but to, to be honest, we, we, we. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back a little bit because I think our transfers generally have been poor, and the decisions we're making have been poor. Since what um, point? Well, since Gourlay came in. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
But but I mean, Yeardom's another example. If you need a left back, buy he's a left a back. He's a good signing in that period. No, he's a good signing, yeah. but we're yeah. playing him out of position. So why don't we yeah. go out and buy a left back if we needed a left back? Like yeah, that. That's yeah. kind of where, what I'm getting at. And it, yeah. Aluko, seven million. Like uh, and and again with this, like there are so many long contracts going out. Kermigan got a year when he was out mm. for a year. Um, it, 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 the decisions don't make sense. I just they don't know, understand don't. The, the message it sends. A 22-year-old kid. I call him a kid because I'm old. Yeah. But um, um, <laughs> what what message is it tell him after how many games we played this season? Seven, eight? No, we played ten. League I played games, ten. Ten we? league games. Uh, no, eleven. Eleven, 11 league games. Yeah. What, what message does it send him? You've done literally. I would say grand total of zero this mm. season. Had, had a couple of good games, granted. But what has he got to fight for now? He's got a four-year deal. He doesn't need to do a damn thing. No, he has come and play some football. Look what he did to Liam Kelly. Yeah. As soon well, as Liam Kelly got a long-term deal, did his form go up or down? Down. It's definitely gone down. It has, but the whole team has gone down as well. But I mean, I mean, good luck to Mate. It's nothing personal about him because if somebody offers you a four-year oh, contract, yeah, no, no, no. Well, you snap it up. Great agent. You? You take it. You, do, you don't have to be a great agent, really. You really don't. It, you have to be a really bad one to not get a new deal. I mean, Joey Vanderberg got a new two-year deal. Remember that? Yes, yeah. And that everyone was, was thought, what was that all about? And Paul McShane's got one, doesn't he? Yeah. But there's a lot of that going around at the moment. It just doesn't... This is it. It doesn't make sense, right? As fans, we've never been that club. We've no. never really been that club. And all of a sudden, we're dealing with long contracts. We're dealing with players that really don't seem to care when it comes to playing for us um, we've got a manager who isn't a manager um, we've seen numerous people leave the club um, behind the scenes um, in the academy from you know the commercial side to the marketing side like people are just going Teverden went and cited Gourlay as a problem he said he couldn't work with him and clearly he wasn't that much of an issue because the Chinese owners have decided to keep him in their group of clubs mm, yeah. so they haven't got rid of him entirely no so that's um, interesting isn't it yeah. and, and, and you know Gourlay was the one who was signing players like, like Swift um, players that looked like they were going to make sense Barrow mm. like players that looked like they would fit our system going forward and they were young yeah. enough that they would be around for a few years mm. and then as soon as Gourlay took over it was Aluko who was you know nearing 30 if is he 30? he's like 29 something yeah, like he's that he's very close yeah. Um, for you know pretty much our entire summer's budget um, and and I don't want to Aluko's always going to be the scapegoat always because yes. of the amount of money we spent on him but I think Whoever we gone and got, I don't want to see us spending that much money on a player that is nearing that age, kind of you know the end of his career. Unless they're going to come in and turn things around. And Aluko is a—he's a winger. He was a winger at, at Fulham. Um, he could play through the centre if they needed him to, but he couldn't cross the ball and he couldn't—he no. couldn't score at Fulham. He was a really useful player for them, but he didn't fit our system. Yeah. So why do we buy him? Um, it was—it was coming near the end of the summer, wasn't it? And we—I think they just wanted someone. I think we've been signing him, chasing him for quite a long time. Though. Yeah. I think we've been chasing him for months. It's madness. No, I, I don't think that was a last-minute decision at all. I think that they were chasing him for months, and it was up and down. I mean, if you remember the comments from Mercjanovic, the Fulham manager, he yeah. was saying, "Oh, this is ongoing, and he's was not weird, happy with it? the owners of Fulham." Yeah. I can't remember who they. Because they made him captain, didn't they? Yes. When he came to Reading, when he played. Did he, he was kept with, he was yeah. kept I, I saw I mean Aluko yes. at the 5-1 at their place was yeah. their best player tore us apart yeah. absolutely tore us apart Abita had nothing against him he was just going round him for fun um, and it was it was watching that that was what got me excited about Aluko coming mm. in but we've made some good signs I mean Elori seemed like a sensible 
slightly more expensive than normal, but Reading type signing. He's young, he had mm. potential. Um, and if it didn't work out, there was not that much to lose. Based on what we're spending on a Luco, you know, two and a half million on a Laurie doesn't seem that bad. No. Laurie's turned out to be pretty solid. Um, but that feels like a Teverden signing. That doesn't yeah. feel like a Gourlay signing. It does. It feels like, like you say, it's got a plan to it. He's yeah. young, he's got something to prove. Yeah. And he's got a little bit of pedigree. And it's always that little bit of risk when you sign a young player from uh, both from Chelsea with Swift and then Liverpool. They've not quite played at that professional level. Yeah. But both of them, you think, are they a gamble that could come off at some point? They definitely are. Yeah. If you look at someone like Luke, who, like I said, that's just, we're going to have to take a massive hit when he leaves. I mean, unless he has an absolute yeah. body transformation on the pitch. Because <laughs> his confidence is yeah. so low. We have got yeah. to get rid of him in January. We have to. But why, though? Why would anyone want to sign him? You just have to take the big... Like you said, you've got to take a massive loss on it. But Gourlay is too much of a proud man to go, oh, this has failed. I'm going to look like a failure. I can't sell him. That's Ideally, what at this point, the fact that Luke is on a reasonably long deal, you want to kind of loan him out yeah. right, to, a, to a team at the bottom of the league mark. You want to loan him out to a team at the top of the division <laughs> who's, below. Who's going to be below? Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, but what I was thinking in my head, I was like a Burton Albion type team, you know, who yeah. would be down there. But then that's mm. us, really, isn't it? Um, yes. But but you know, you want to get him out to a team to give him a bit of a run and hopefully let him refine his form. And if he doesn't, you get rid of him then. Um, but yeah, I mean, but it's not. It isn't just a Luco. I know we talk about him a lot, but I, there are there are so many so many issues with individuals in this team um, that don't fit the system that. that don't fight for the cause that, that do fight for the cause but aren't good enough I'd say yeah, the, the, falls into that yeah. camp I mean yeah. there's just a whole host of issues with the whole club I mean you can look at every aspect of it probably and there's a there's a problem look at the attendances now I mean they claim there was 13,000 there last night there was never 13,000 there last night no. it was more like 10 if that um, because people are just sick of this bullshit now they're just absolutely sick of it and now you've got the sky red button why the hell would you get out of your house on a Tuesday for that no, why? I don't blame anyone for not going. Why? I mean, why? <laughs> we were discussing this before we started it. The people that are going now, including us three idiots, <laughs> are just really going because of the past and kind of we've all kind of committed to it in weird, some weird well, way. For, for me, it's more about meeting up with yes. family and yeah. friends and yeah. having a beer yeah, and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, before we get to the way, we go watch the early kickoff on a Saturday. I look yeah. forward to that. <laughs> you look forward to and that, then we yeah. get to the end of that game and I think, why don't but, I just but go? Just go. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> Stupidly, last night I went there after going to Brentford thinking, oh, brilliant, we have actually turned the corner now. We're yeah. going to go out there with big energy. We're going to go from from the beginning. And QPR are a team who got hammered 7-1 by West Brom. I know we're not West Brom, but yeah. that proves if you go at them, they've probably got quite a soft centre if you can get an early goal. They're mm-hmm. like Hull. Yeah. So if you go at them early, which is what exactly what we should have done, and get an early goal, we'd have won that game. No, no I mean, to get back to the QPR game, I think we've had a rant about Reading Football Club for about <laughs> 10 minutes there. <laughs> which you probably, uh, oh, well, you might agree with some of it, you might not, let us know. But in the game, I thought, in the first half, Kupia had a couple of really good chances. They had the one-on-one, which uh, Naki Wells, I think if he had played a few more games and a bit more confidence, we were saying, key for players, he would have scored. But Walker still makes a save. Mm. So that's good for him. I thought Walker was the only player really to come out of that with kind of improving his position in the team. There's lots of players that didn't actually decrease, but he definitely moved up, I think. And there was another chance when Jordan Cousins hired 
headed headed <laughs> over the bar yeah. in the first yeah. half. But did we have any shots at all of any kind in the first half? I know no. we had none on target, no. but I can't remember anything. Uh, was it the first half or the second half? As a Tony, that's how you pronounce. Yes, it, right? yeah. the first half. Smashed it, it, smashed it into did. Rosé. Yeah. Um, yeah, but other, other than that, like no. That was no. it. Yeah. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing else could report of any positivity it, from... It was one shot on target the whole match, wasn't it? In the end? Yes, yes, right at the end from John Swift, which was... <laughs> I sat there and I said, this is not going to go straight to the goal and it goes straight to the goalie. Yeah. He had the easiest he knew night he was of his life. Safe. He had the easiest night of his life, that it killing goal. It was pretty goal. easy. He had nothing yeah. to do. Nothing. nothing. I mean, the second half, obviously, we're going to come to the goal that we conceded and... Just zonal marking, uh, bad decision-making... Uh, slow, delayed thinking, um, just poor defending. You could go on and on criticising that, but we've seen it so many times. I mean, how do you break that goal down, Sam? Just, just explain to me on how many levels that went wrong. It was like a pinball table. Yeah. The ball just kind of bounces around in the box and ends up in the net. Um, we've seen that a few times this season. But to miss the first header as well. Yeah, so that that the was run. that was that who was it who was just standing there and the ball came over? Was it? I don't remember the QPR player. I want to blame Gunter. I want to blame <laughs> Gunter in some That's way. Fair enough. You um, blame but yeah, no. So that you, you're right. The ball came across, easy header into the box, and then it bounced around a bit and ended up in the back of the net. It just feels like no one wants to take responsibility. And um, I'm pretty sure it was a Laurie said after the game that there's kind of these these constant issues, and it's not an accident anymore. There's something going wrong. Um, and and they obviously need to work out what that is. Um, but the fact that the, the, I don't think anyone's walking away from that. Any of the players, at least, are walking away from that, going, "Oh, you know, we've made a mistake." Or you know, they know that something is happening over and over again that is causing us to not clear balls, to not chase certain things down. No, no individual wants to commit. Um, they seem unaware of where each most defend most defenses you'd see one of your centre backs goes, one drops, that kind of thing. We don't have that. It doesn't seem like there's any communication. I don't actually think anyone in that back line is individually poor. I just think as a back line, they are. They don't function well together. And that's the manager. That's down to you know the manager and communication. If we keep doing that over and over again, that's the manager is obviously not sending them out with the right mindset or instructions. Yeah, tactically, I think from set pieces, we look very vulnerable. I know we haven't conceded a lot. I know we conceded the second goal on Saturday uh, to Brentford from a set piece, but we haven't conceded a lot. But I'm not sure that's actually down to uh, good marking. I think a lot of that's down to a little bit of luck. Mm. I think we've got away with it in quite a few matches in the whole concert, or the whole game when you think this could go away from us big time. But we've managed to kind of salvage it. It's one of the Paul Clement things is that, oh, we've only lost by a goal in every game. Yeah. But if you keep on losing, Paul. You still lost. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, of... sometimes, as long as you're attacking, you're creating, it doesn't matter. Under mm. McDermott, we were getting battered yeah. that, that season we went up regularly. We would, you know, Southampton away, we conceded like 13 shots in target, 26 yeah, shots yeah, overall. Yeah. And we had three and we scored. If you're consistently putting chances away and creating chances, it doesn't matter. Mm, We're yeah. not. I'm so glad you brought that night. I mean, I, I think... Oh, sorry, I'm no, 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 it's fine. I was just going to say both end of, ends of the pitch. It's easy to talk about the defence. It is. But it is, actually, not, we're yeah. making individual errors up front. Last night, we hit the post again. Um, and and uh, it just feels like we're wasting chances at the top end of the pitch too. Last night, I thought it was particularly bad up front. I think in the previous matches, as bad as we've been and been easy to cut open at times, 
I think we've actually created chances and scored goals. I mean, before last night, we scored nine goals in four games. Is that bad? That's, you'd kind of take that rate, wouldn't yeah. you? And we'd had other chances as well. But last night, we had absolutely nothing. And some of that, obviously, is going to go down to Bodvarsson. But like you said, Nathan, we are so fragile that that just completely destroys the whole team. The thing is, though, even if Bodvarsson played last night, how many balls did we create yeah. for the striker? Not really any. He would have been running around on his own... Yeah, and let's not make Bob Varsen out to be some amazing link-up player who's going to hold the ball up and everything. No. And he just doesn't do that. But I think he would have been better than Mate. Oh, of course, yeah. And also you have more confidence when you're playing the ball to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like like we were saying earlier on, like, he's been really, really good this season. Um, I think he's only three away from his total goals last season, isn't he? Yeah, Already. I think he's yeah. on seven yeah. now. And yeah. So, I mean, that shows you he's done something over the summer to improve. I know he's at the, at the World Cup and stuff. Um, so he's obviously come back. He's got a bit more about him now. He's got a bit, bit to prove, I think, after last year because he didn't exactly set the world alight. No. Um, and I think he's a perfectly competent championship striker um, and has done all right, done very well for us so far. So he has to be the first name on the team sheet, but even he was dropped at the start of the season, wasn't he? Yeah, he and was. It's, it's bizarre. Was some of that, though, due to the fact that he played so much of the World Cup, though? It was kind of a bit in between... So, I mean, I don't know that. I'm just trying to think yeah, of the possibilities that if you play for he, that long. Did he actually play? He played at the World Cup, yeah. I think he but did, I mean, yeah. did he, didn't he start one game? I think so, yeah. Three, I, I think he played two and, a, two and a half games, okay. Okay. maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, it's not a lot, and they came back very early, Iceland. That's true. That's true, so, but he's still out there training, isn't he? Yeah. And as we know from Paul Clement last night, players do get played tired very easily. Well, they do. Very, very easily. <laughs> very, uh, unfortunately, Aluko doesn't. No, well, <laughs> he's, he's got the stamina of a racehorse. That guy. Yeah. He's like red rum. Yeah. yeah. I um, Talking of players getting tired and falling over, I think we should come on to the penalty uh, possibilities in the second half. Sam, what was your thoughts on uh, all of those three moments? Three dives. Um, three. I mean, there was possibly one where there was a coming together, but I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a dive. Um, I think that was the Mate one. He was running into the box. I don't the think it was. One, yeah. I don't think it was a foul. You might have got a free kick elsewhere on the pitch, but you're never going to get a penalty for that. The other two, yeah, okay, there might have been minor contact here or there, but the players threw themselves on the floor. They were dived. Um, none of them deserve. We didn't deserve a penalty at all. No, I, I agree. I don't think any of them were penalties. And I think the only one that was slight possibility was Mate, but it wasn't a penalty. I think he dives at the moment just before he knows he's going to get contact. I mean, sometimes you'll get them. You think, you know, I, when I was sat there watching, I was thinking, is the ref going to fall for this? Because mm. I'd quite like it if he did. Yeah. But sadly, he was a bit better than that. Uh, some of his calls in the match were a bit strange, but no. the big ones, he got, them right. he got them right. I mean... How sad is it though that rather than take a pot shot, they're they're throwing themselves on the floor? They're, they're desperate. They're just desperate players who will look for anything at the moment rather than take responsibility for themselves. But the first one or two of them came before the QPR goal, right? No, the one first one, the Mate one, came before, okay. and the others are after. But yes. yeah, it's, it's just it's just so frustrating. Like the, the, seeing that was incredibly frustrating. And from from again, like the players, you want to see them. I know one of them. I think Mate got up and had a bit of, go, uh, of a go at the referee, but none of the players were interested. Like it didn't. It wasn't like someone went down. They all got up and surrounded the referee, yeah. and there was some fight. It was. There was nothing. You know, they just they just accepted it. And, and again, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, at least fight for it. There's there's mm. nothing at all. I mean, I was set. I'm set by the dugout last night, um, and. Gibbs wasn't was like literally saying on this a totally one I saw him he was like no no pen 
because Clement asked him no pen you can see by the players they don't there's nothing about it because you, you know if there's you know if it's a penalty you can tell by the body language there's an aggression there's an anger and injustice last night they knew it was just desperation Ezzatoli was, was probably the worst I think um, it was just it's just crap it was it was it was, it, it was just it was sad just watching them and we've never been that sort of club around. it doesn't really bother me we've always had players who would do some diving that's football isn't it I don't really have I'm not going to get moralistic about people diving it's the way it works isn't it I remember Leroy Lito used to be a massive diver Mac yeah Mac enough. yeah there's loads of players that have dived for us but to see three within the space of about 15 minutes and throw in all the things that I think I think more than anything though it's not the nature of diving in the box box it's the fact that you're trying to do that to get something out That's of the game saying, I yeah. think it's to it dig yourself out saying, right? rather than to taking the hard option of taking the shot you want to pass our responsibility to the ref to make the decision yeah. and get you out of it using the easy option and I think that's a real big worry for a team when we've seen them repeatedly lose at home lose five of their first six home matches and whenever, once we went behind, did any of us really, really think that we were going to score? No. 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 We didn't really. We could have all no. left. I mean, I, I, I can see why people would leave. Because we've seen the script so many times, not just this season, this season, last season. And many of the players, it's virtually the same team in many ways. There's not that many changes. I mean, we've got a few now, Mo Yadam. We've got, it's Mate, but I suppose he was at the club. We've got Azatoli in midfield, but... It's really, it's just horrible. At, at home, if we go behind, I don't think there's any saving us. No. Away, possibly, because there's less, there's less of a bad atmosphere. Yeah. Um, it's uh, at home. It kills everything. It absolutely kills everything. I mean, even you guys, it, you're trying to be do your best in the south stand, but you can't there's, do anything. there's only so much you can do, isn't you there? You can't. You can't say to people, "Hey, we expect you to be positive." You can't when, it's when you're getting beaten every oh. game. And let's yeah, be honest, like, there, are, there are a lot of fans who don't have the money to go to away games. Yeah. Yeah. So. All you're seeing is home form. That's it. Um, and and for those fans, I just feel really, really sorry. Um, but yeah, it's it's poor up and down at the moment, and and uh, you can't you can't expect anything. And, and and there's booing and stuff, right? We talked about this earlier. Like there are fans who want to boo. I think that's fine. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. you can walk up to the players after no. the game and say, "I don't think you played well." No, I, it's your only opportunity is clapping to... them off last night. And I thought, no, hang on, why? Yeah, why are you clapping them? Off? Why? I wouldn't do that. If other people want to do that, that's fun. But for me, I think no. Hang on, what have you done? Not just in this performance in the last month, last fifteen months, to make me think that in any way you're actually deserving of my praise. I, I think this happens up Very and down, little. but actually I've started to see fans attacking each other quite a lot because they've got different opinions of how you should now support the club mm. when they're in this kind of position. Some think you should blindly support them and give them your money and, and not really think about it and some think booing's fine. But there's a lot of um, a lot of discourse on Twitter at the moment in relation to that question. You know? No, there is, yeah. And, yeah. and I guess that probably happens anywhere. I imagine whatever club you support if you're in that position fans turn on each other yeah. but it's probably because they're so apathetic to the team and the football that they're looking for other people to blame right and it's easy to look at fans and say we're losing because you're booing or... yeah I mean the, the one thing I've seen is there is a common I, I would use the word enemy because it's the best one to use is Ron Gourlay. I think everyone yeah. pretty much is on the same page from what I've seen with him I think yeah. there is a universal uh, dislike for what he's d- done since he's come here and that is the one thing that Possibly, if there is any, I'm not suggesting there should be a protest at this stage, 
But if there is, I there think that's where it's going to be. Wasn't there? there was a dabbing protest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was in, in that. Dabbing I don't even know what a dab is. I don't think. <laughs> Whoever um, ran that um, uh, Twitter site, well done. Yeah, that was uh, but, some people actually went for it as well. <laughs> Believe that's think, amazing. Yeah, like I said, if if there is going to be a protest at any point, it's going to be against him. Um, and I don't know how far we are from that. I think we're some way off. I think if we if we're looking like we're going to go down, then there might that's when it might. But this yeah, is the most worrying thing about our players. They're really kind of, you know, they show a little bit of form for a bit and we kind of want them to prove that they can do something. But a home form's abysmal. Um, we were previously sponsored by Waitrose. We're one of the most middle-class fan bases <laughs> in the whole world. There's absolutely no anger you will get from a Reading fan at the match. The most angry they will get is to leave the ground early. It's just the way we are. It's not going to change. Just, you know, they don't have any problem with that. We don't. We don't live in this, you know, huge working class area with massive unemployment. It's the way that the Reading fan is, and it's, in many ways, that's a great thing, isn't it? Yeah. But if you can't perform under that low level of pressure, <laughs> that's not great. But it's, that's but, not but, great. But at the end of the day, like. This is what I find funny about football in general, right? Like, it's entertainment. If you went to the cinema and someone said, you said, oh, that was a shit film. And someone said, well, you have to like it. You have to. You're not allowed <laughs> Go to. Go back and see it again. Yeah, yeah, week. exactly. You, you'd say absolutely not. And it's it's yeah. funny. People like treat football differently, but yeah. pay your money and, and you you know, you you should be entertained. The yeah. players should be able to get up for it. Um, and I know things happen, but ultimately it's entertainment and they're not doing their jobs and they haven't done their jobs for two or three years and they're getting four-year contracts off the back of it. Um, and it's it's poor. I mean, on a, on the same uh, sort of topic, where is our club captain? Uh, Paul McShane. Why, why has he not who, said a word? Who is our club captain exactly. now? Like, well, it's been completely glossed over that he's disappeared yeah. off the face of the earth. Where is he? <laughs> where, why is he not saying something? At least say I something. I don't know what's going on there at all. It's very no strange. It's no, very no, strange. No, and no, I would no. like someone to ask Clement, um, if anyone listens to this in the media, ask him, where is Paul McShane? Is he training? Is he... What, what's going on? I don't know. Well, he was no. dropped after Black. Black um, yes, right. Have we seen him yeah. since? I don't no? think he's had a, a, a minute on the pitch. Since. I've not seen him say anything on social media since um, then either, I don't think. No, so as far as I'm concerned, strange. he was dropped for performance. And mm, I think he stays away from uh, social media in general. But you know, he's he, him and oh, maybe now. Yes, but but yeah. halfway, you know, earlier on this season, he was posting. Yeah, but I think um, in general, he stays away from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's a big social think, media. Honest, person. I think that's a safe bet for any yeah, players I think at the is. moment. David yeah. Myler doesn't. He likes to give you FIFA points. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like Dave, some of David Myler's FIFA no, points? No, I'm okay. I'm good with that. Okay. I'd like some real points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be better, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. FIFA points or real points? Which one should we go for? No, he does his FIFA and all that, but yeah, he's going to struggle to get back into the team, isn't he? But having said that, he, he sent a very unfortunate shit. performance last night. Yeah. Very unfortunate scheduled t- tweet from Myler this morning at 9am oh, yeah, about win some bonus points after a 1-0 home defeat to QPR. Don't do he's that. He's got two careers going on, which lots of people do, hasn't he? He's got well, a football it's, thing it's going on. Same as when Jason yeah. Roberts was here, right? Yeah. He's doing all his media stuff. It's the same kind yeah. of thing. It is. It is essentially. It winds people up, and I get that. And But, you know, he's got his life afterwards. He's probably, he's probably loaded already. You know, I don't feel I'm saying anything wrong there. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want to sit there for the rest of his life. If people moaned at me for not going home and talking about the company I work no. for um, on Twitter exclusively, I would I'd be pissed off. So yeah. I mean, you do you do it's a, a job's a job. 
Um, you were really but, slagging them off earlier, though. Ooh, <laughs> some, some of them might listen. You should have heard it. It was a disgrace. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. Well, we shouldn't broadcast that. Bit, <laughs> no. he, he did have some good news today, David Milo. I believe his uh, oh, wife or girlfriend news. is no, pregnant. No, genuinely, so. that is good news because it, from what he said there, that has sounded like they've been through a lot of issues yeah. there. So, yeah, good. on a personal thing, forgetting the football and all of that, that is actually a very good thing. That's a serious comment yes. there. Actually, along those kind of lines as well, it sounds like a beat is slowly mm. getting closer to coming back. Um, and when I say slowly getting closer, I mean really getting closer. It sounds like he's at least somewhat training now and stuff like that. So yeah, he definitely is. Whether he'll come he's... back and be the same player, who knows. But he is yeah. one of the, the players that, that did shine for us. And That's a horrible injury, though. It really, it really is. is. And, and whether he can come back for it, he's been out for over a year. Really bad. Um, I kind of indirectly know somebody's working at his house at the moment. And uh, yes, he is very close. <laughs> but, but I <laughs> mean, close again, he's back. the kind of player we need back because we know what, what he can do in the mm. team. It's balance with him, isn't it? Yeah, you have a beater in that team and all of a sudden, if he gets back to where he was before, which he play, he'd be he played at right back and Gunter would be at left back. <laughs> oh, no, Sam, don't do that. <laughs> I can certainly see that. No, he'd play midfield. <laughs> so, yeah. No, him at left back is kind of not even his best. It's just him on left back and Yad on the right back. It just balances it all out, doesn't it? Yeah. You've got two players who can cross it a bit, get forward. Defensively, not maybe the best, but okay. A championship level. Yes, that's exactly. Think, They're much, more than good enough. If you look across, the that, look across that back four, there's not many quicker defences in that league. We should no. not be beating for pace. Cause no, they Because Alori's pace. Alori's apparently the quickest player in football yeah. he, he actually had, had an okay <laughs> honestly but I know yeah, in our yeah. squad he's supposed to be one of the quickest I, and that's, I, yeah, uh, I saw an interview when I think it was with some Liverpool player ages ago who said that this is the quickest player I've ever played with he's he is lightning. lightning yeah he is he actually played okay last night yeah, yeah. I thought he was my only 7 out of 10 last night uh, Walker oh sorry yes I yeah, forgot Walker, Mr Walker because he made another save in the second first year start, yeah, start early did they then score from that corner? It could have been. But it was still a good save anyway. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't. I can't blame him for the goal as well. I think it took a deflection on the way in. Um, I need to... I don't... You'll have a better view than me, Sam, but I don't know if he could have come for the cross or not. I no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. It was far. It was, yeah. I, I've come no, for the flick. I think no, it was no, too no, no, far. No, no, I think no, if no, he, no. he would have overcommitted. No, him. that would have been... Um, wow. No, that would have been bad. I mean, the end result would have been the same, but it would have been his error rather than someone else's. Yeah. It's just another goal. Going back to Brentford, there was a couple of question marks about his involvement in the goal, but I didn't see... No. I don't think it was his fault. Every, no. every keeper makes errors, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. Yeah, where totally. you play. It's um, inevitable. I, I don't think there's anything... I mean, Simononi's back fit now. I don't think he should be coming back I, I was going to ask you about that because I heard, and I don't always or very often agree with A.D. Williams. Um, I don't like him as a pundit, Fine, personally. Uh, hi, A.D. Hi, A.D. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he was claiming after the game that most Reading fans would want to see Minone come to Yes, I heard that as well. And I just thought, no, I just I thought that, that sounds like bullshit. Um, I don't know whether everyone else would think that, but I yeah, I, I definitely... I don't really dislike Minone, but I don't see any reason to drop Walker, no. which tells me that he will be dropped. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah or, or he'll be played on the right wing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we we, we joke about this. Mr Minone with our... Our deluge of goalkeepers might be in trouble in January. I think. I think mm. we might be seeing. I think Milan is going to stay. Isn't you really think so? Yeah. Well, he doesn't you, play. He won't. I don't think. Yeah, I think he's staying until the end of the season. You'd let, I would say you'd let Yakala go. But oh, Yakala, wait, I wish. Didn't Yakala just get a new contract yeah, as well? Year. You can only see the end of this season. Though, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was longer than that. Yeah. That was yeah. a crazy one as well. When you've got 
young keepers around and why would you sign someone for, it must be longer than that because we've let him out online I'm beating my head against the wall. Paul's having a, <laughs> having an epic episode over here. What's going on? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on at the country. Oh, it's just so much. Just absolute bullshit, isn't it? Crap. Whatever you want to call it, it's just horrible Can viewing. Just fold everything. Yeah, just oh, fold the whole thing. I just want to do a podcast one day when we've had two good wins. What did you watch on TV last night? <laughs> you, don't TV. <laughs> you don't want to know what I watched when I came back. <laughs> I, just, I definitely did not want to know, and I want to leave your house right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing actually. No, I was too busy talking bollocks. Sometimes. <laughs> no, it's um. So we did it the post, but yeah, we deserve to lose that match and. Just absolute. Everybody kind of gave up hope as soon as QPR scored. We all thought, why are we all here? We could be at home. At least it's not cold. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. There was even yeah. some nonsensical heckling from the West End last night. Was there? there was, oh, yes, at the end. Yeah. Whoa, they, got me around. He, he was, yeah. People were shouting things when the players were coming back into <laughs> the tunnel. The Mason crew. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was getting. They were going, oh, you haven't put an effort in, things like that. So even wow. the West End, they're kicking off over there. Whoa. It's, what uh, was kicking off for them? What, what, what kind of? It was the effort. It was the effort the players were putting in. They yeah. weren't happy. They weren't, weren't happy, happy with it. No, especially when Aluka came off, there was heckling. Wow. I mean, when Kelly came off, there was heckling. West End massive. It was, yeah. it was. You know, it's bad when it's. If you do sing the West End, especially Upper, feel free to contact us and tell us that it is actually where it's at. <laughs> they will send their butler. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely, there is one thing though that I would say, and I, I hope this kind of makes its way somewhere, but. Fans, the fans need to try and stick together at the moment because it's it's for me the shittest thing trying to do what we're doing and, and across the stadium mm. is hearing fans say, "Oh, you're not trying," or the atmosphere is shit, or whatever. Of course it is. Like it's it's mm. going to be. We're losing every week pretty much. Um, the one constant is the fans, and the players aren't turning up. They can't consistently put in a performance, but these fans are turning up. Um, Going at each other after games and blaming each other for this kind of stuff is just, it's yeah. mental. The fans just, blaming each other for the team's performance is just not, it's just nonsense. But it's also, also for not it. making noise and for not trying and for whatever it is, you know, I, I don't expect anybody to put in any effort at no. the stadium until we're winning games. You yeah, need the players to do something. Yeah. Anyone who's kind of like saying, or oh, the fans across the whole ground, not just the South Stand situation. Mm. Why would you? If we do, you see it in games. You saw it in the whole match when we actually put some effort in, and not even just the goals. If we put the effort in, put a few tackles in, the crowd rises up slightly. Yeah. It's so little that we want to see yeah. from the team. We're not expecting three, four nils every single week because that's not going to happen. We just want to see some basic effort, organisation, shape, mm. tactics, and plan throughout the match, not just one minute. Just for a little bit longer, and maybe we could even try to do it in two continue, you know, consecutive matches. What about that for an idea? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't want to speak for awful. all of us, but I mean, if we'd come away losing one nil last night, but had a go, none yeah. of us around this table yeah. now would be yeah. sitting here down as we are. We'd be like, okay. listen, it's unlucky. We had lots like of derby match. We had, yeah, we had lots of shots. It was unfortunate, but we've had a go. That's all. We, all I want to see, Pete speaking personally, is us having a go. 100% That's it. Right. That, that is yeah. it. Last night we did not see that. I wouldn't say it was like none of the players were horrible, lacking effort all over the pitch. It just just went nowhere. There's absolutely nowhere. It was vanilla. It was worse than the Norwich performance, because at least in the Norwich performance you had 20 minutes before we equalised when we thought, yeah, okay, we deserve to score here. Yeah. But last night we were going back to Yap, stand, pass, 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 sideway. No one wanted to take responsibility. 
and then oh, absolutely crap cross comes in or it just hits the first man or he easily gets dispossessed and you think I've seen this too many times too many times I know exactly what's going to happen here Really just, yeah, play the, play the same team every week. Yeah. Play the team that wins. Just yeah. don't change yeah. anything. It's basic, though. Um, I mean, if you do that, you'll get the fans on side straight away. And your life in the South Stand is much easier than when they see Aluko start. But for me, it's not even about it's not even about that. It's just about mm. fans generally. Like You see it on Twitter. It doesn't matter whether they sit in the South or the North or mm. the East or whatever. Fans are going on at each other. And, yeah. and ultimately, everybody is there. Everybody's having the same shitty time. Yeah. And everyone's walking away feeling like crap. But going on social media and saying, oh, I saw someone clapping when they should have been booing, or I saw, <laughs> this guy shouldn't boo, or whatever it is. Like, oh, using the word tin pot, or, you know, whatever. Oh, tin pot, just, no. just get, like, you know, ultimately, we're not the problem. The fans are not the problem. No, Anywhere, wherever they sit, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're not the problem. The players are the problem. Ron Gourlay is the problem. Yeah. Manager's um, the problem. Paul yeah. Clement. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the club yeah. is, is no, having think, yeah. serious issues. I, I, I think we're slowly realising that Mr. Clement probably isn't a manager he's probably a coach yeah. and a very good coach but he's not a manager of a football team who can set up to match the opposition or to beat the opposition he's got all the training methods in the world probably but he hasn't got that uh, I'm going to use the word nous yeah. on a match day you like that one now? Well, I just, I'm just trying to work out why you were so pleased with yourself. Yeah, it's because it came to me, and I was, and I've never, I don't think I've ever used the word in life before. Um, okay. And I, it's my first, it's my debut Big of the moment. word now. I'm glad we all um, shared it. But, um, <laughs> I mean, for me, last night, when you come out and go, oh, I got the team wrong, blah blah blah. You've got the team wrong a fair few times this season, yeah, Paul. Yeah, a lot. Um, and I, for me, I, I would like a change because I think we need. Someone to come in and steady it, who's a bit of a bollocker, and it will. Someone who's maybe got a bit more tactical now. Yeah, tactical now, yeah. Um, I think we need an experienced head. We need an experienced head there who isn't going to pick players like Aluko who've done nothing to be picked. We, we unfortunately, unfortunately, we do need someone like him, um, and he's cheap and available. Who, who are you saying? Oh, Mick McCarthy. Mick McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, and Steve, Steve Bruce is now available as well. He's still got a bloody manager though. <laughs> so that's the Who's a friend of Gourlay? He's a friend of Gourlay. He is. Yeah, well, there probably is. I'm sure Gourlay's friends with a lot of people. Share the same agent, I believe. Do they? I I wouldn't like to comment on that one. Someone someone can, someone can confirm that when they they, they to allegedly this. share the same agent and allegedly <laughs> yeah. Chelsea at allegedly, the same time allegedly and... overload here for lawyers listening. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have no um, idea. I, can't I think it's fine. It's fine as long as you say allegedly. Yeah, as long as you say allegedly. I'm not sure. I think so. it is. I've heard it before. It's <laughs> fine. It works. Oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I, my name on this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I think it's time for a change. Yeah. No, I can see that. I mean, if you got four wins from nineteen matches. You really are can struggling. I, can I counter that? I'll go on then. I don't necessarily think we shouldn't change. I just mm. don't think it will make a difference because when you look at the managers we've had from um, Atkins to McDermott to know, whoever else we've had in charge. Steve Simpson, Clark. Steve Clark. <laughs> um, Yapstam. Like it, it, they've had, we've had little moments where we've looked okay. Under Steve yeah. Clark, we had like what a quarter of a season where we looked like the best we were team well in the league. Beaters. Yeah. Oh, semi-final the FA Cup. You can't. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we were playing awfully in the league I know, at that I know. point. I'm terrible. I'm just but you're right. You're right. Yeah, and that yeah. was a high point. Yeah. Um, understand when you obviously got to the the, the playoff um, mm. playoff final. Um, but but generally, 
there have been issues at the club from when Zingarovic took over and we went up under McDermott um, to through to now. And and I whilst I don't think Clement is the man for the job, I'm not sure changing the manager is going to fix that much. The way McCarthy might you know sort out some of the players, play a more basic system, that kind of stuff. But there are bigger and actually just going and getting a new man in to to try and fix those problems won't necessarily do anything because there's morale issues, there's mental issues, the players aren't fit or strong enough, you know, yeah, ability issues, we don't have the right players in the right positions, Um, it's just... No, I see the argument. And so I I never want to comment in the first place, I've got a friend who's a Swansea fan and kind of gave me the lowdown, the way he described him was Yapstan Mark II, and I think in some ways he's been that, he's tried to change the style. He's a little bit more direct. He is more direct, but we've got some of the same issues that we had under Stan. Um, I would always say try and give him the season but the problem was last season we almost went down because we tried to do that with Stan and and we can't make that mistake again and and if we get to Christmas uh, and we're in the same position and we've won two home games and you know we're we're losing games regularly and we're still in the relegation zone or there or thereabouts we've got to make a change but I don't know how big a a difference it'll make no this this is my worry I mean I can see why people think that he we should make a change uh, it could, it's hard to argue against it if you just look at the stats. Yeah. But if you look at what you just said there, Sam, I agree with a lot of that, that I'm not sure how much difference it's going to make, but the problem is if you leave it, but, it's just but, going to stagnate. It's really difficult to say what's going to happen. And, because... and, and, you know, if you bring in a manager, will there be money in January? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, if we were to be believed over the summer, there was, because Gourlay came out at the beginning of the transfer window and said... We will spend money on the right player, well, and then, the right yeah, player never materialised. Yeah, and then they yeah. said there wasn't enough money. Was this the um, same one where he mentioned big European nights? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that the, that Swansea away? I think. I suppose if you can see, if you include if they show the Champions League before the match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Clement said um, when he came in as well. I'm going to use my links to bring in players, and that hasn't happened either. So we've had a position where we've got Gourlay saying we've got money, Clement saying we're going to go out and get players mm. on loan that, from my links with other clubs. None of that's materialised. Mm. So the fans have got a right to worry about what's going to happen. Oh, I'm totally worried. And a new manager it. coming in isn't necessarily going to fix anything. I think no. we need a disciplinarian now. But I you bring in you bring in someone like McCarthy, and would he want to hang around when the transfer decisions are clearly happening way above his head? He had like, enough of that Ipswich. Yeah, he? he would. He yeah. would. Yeah. He would probably want you know your Stephen Hunt type kind of player, yeah, right? Yeah, no, you know, would. you want hard workers who are going to not necessarily be the most skillful, but they would be gritty. And, yeah. and we've got a, an Italian technical director who's probably going to go out and look at like you know. Chelsea youth players and stuff like that who aren't going to give us the fight with that, 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 that is the problem isn't it I mean it's I'm just thinking about who's available out there and it's it's yeah. not it's not because we're not going to go to another club and pay compensation I would no. imagine no, no I can't no, see that we happening. haven't done that I think no. we discussed that before on the podcast yeah. when you were so you're, you're left yeah. with Steve Bruce or, Mac- or McCarthy I don't think Bruce would come to us well there's other people out there isn't there but you've also got to want them to come to us because I mean what's really attractive about us right now we're you know, we're not in the bottom three, but we could easily be in the bottom three in the next couple of weeks. Got, if you look mm. at just the games, forget the international We've got break. Big, big car park at the stadium. Yeah, we have got <laughs> a very big car park. But we also have owners who <laughs> seem to say one thing to their manager and then it changes during a period of time. Uh, we have Ron Goulet there who um, has been commented by people that he uh, is very hard to work with. Allegedly. 
Well, not allegedly. Well, some people have said this. So uh, in the uh, media world, we see the sort of things from Charles Watts saying that, you know, there's yes, a link yes, between yes. Uh, when he was appointed and commercial directors, uh, academy people leaving the club. This is a worry. Do managers want to come in and work with him? I mean, he's going to be the person you're going to be dealing with on a daily basis. So, That's I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's so difficult. We're, basically, we are a very unattractive club at the moment. Yeah. Which is sad because we do have a lot of things going for us. We should have really. So it's a hard sell. We should be a championship mid-table team, kind of every season. Yeah, yeah. really about that kind of level. I feel, yeah, yeah. but we've just dipped right off that. I mean, the last three out of the last four seasons, we've been kind of near to relegation. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We have, and we're going to be there again this season. And, and There's nothing to see that we won't be. And I don't know how much of our, you know, budget is made up of ticket sales, mm. but. That's got to be that's wittering away, right? Like the longer this goes on, the less and less people are going to come to games. If we're playing like this in February, and we, you know, I would have said over the last few years we'd be getting fifteen thousand in still yeah, potentially. Yeah. Um, we'll be getting seven or eight thousand. We're going to yeah. be back to like the Tommy Burns days, right? Yeah, like it's going to, it's wow. going to, yeah. it's you know, we're obviously in the in the division above, but it's going to feel like that. Yeah, that's the hope in hell. The thing is, it's not even got cold yet. Right, so take that into consideration on a Tuesday night. Plus the red button, you're looking at, like you say, seven thousand people. But there were six thousand there for a game last season. There, but that was Sheffield United. Sheffield United, incredibly cold. That was that minus yeah. eighteen, I think. <laughs> that night. But there's been a few games before that when they didn't have the policy of actually uh, announcing how many people were there. They seem to switch back to doing season tickets now. Yeah. It, I mean, they say there was thirteen thousand in the ground <laughs> last night. <laughs> no, there was not thirteen thousand people there. No. They could have sold that many. Yeah. I'm not saying there are tax avoidance here. No. <laughs> oh, definitely, it's a thing that lots of clubs do. I, I actually, I actually do feel really sorry for. I know they've all left now, but the commercial team and the marketing mm. team because our prices are low. Like you can get in for nothing. It's a we're one of the cheapest clubs in the. Last night I bought someone a ticket um, on like a friends and family yeah, rate for a tenner in them. our stand, yeah. um, and. And it's, it's nothing to come along and watch the games now. But yeah. I'm trying to... Honestly, I've got I've had a spare season ticket for the last few weeks. No one will come. Do you want no. to come? I've got a free ticket. Definitely not. Like, you know, people don't want to do it. They don't want to come and watch, even for free. They yeah. just don't want to come. I, I think there's a... Like we were alluding to earlier, there's a lot of broken things. I think the whole match day experience is terrible yeah. at the moment. Because, like you say, a lot of people have left who would have been the ideas people. You've got... I mean, no offence to him, I think he does a good job now. The um, the PA guy, it's the same thing every week. Do something, be creative, do something before a game. Um, if you look at some of the big European teams, I know we're not, we're never going to be that, but if you look at uh, Dortmund, where I've been before, they go and speak to fans in the crowd beforehand, they play games, they show different things on the screens, it's louder, there's more pizzazz about it. It's just the same stale thing over and over again. And it's the match day experience is very, very poor. And I know you guys are trying to to solve that to some degree but when the football is as bad as it is you your hands are tired <laughs> your hands yeah, you, are tired you can't, you can't do anything about it because people say oh there's not a lot of people in the south stand but there's not a lot of people in the anywhere I, I, genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely think if you look yeah. at retention of fans as a percentage across the stadium we're probably up there as one of the higher stands because mm. we started with about 300 and we're probably getting about 150 to 200 a game at the yeah. moment it doesn't look that many because it's spread out, but mm. um, but uh, ultimately, like you look at the East Stand, it's just dilapidated. There's no one there, um, mm. and and the Eamon Dolan's the same. The West, it's it's, it's poor. It's Honestly, poor. those people in the South Stand, but anyone who's going now deserves some kind of medal. <laughs> you've got to be got to be mad. I mean, 
You must. We. I mean, I, we're all, we're all going. All three of us. And you do think, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know, and that is not a good place to be. I know you have ups and downs with your football team because you, you become a fan when you're very young and it's like uh, you know it's there longer than probably your girlfriend in many ways, isn't it? But it's so depressing going. Staying staying up last season was the most exciting part of the mm. entire season. And even that wasn't exciting. Um, <laughs> I, I went I went to Cardiff last day of the season and seeing them get promoted was one of the highlights of my season. Uh, it was just watching Neil Warnock being that happy. was one of the that, that, was, that was one of the most god awful games anyone's ever seen was as well, the, wasn't it? It was on the well, both worst. Team, I think both teams had agreed yeah. by the end of the we game. Knew Phil, yeah, yeah, they knew Fulham had lost, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, hundred percent. They agreed with each other. They but it, but it, but but like. I think other than the Stam season, yeah, the last few years have been crap, and and mm. that's that's the way it is at the moment, and we're kind of used to it. We still carry on going, but I have been getting dangerously close to thinking if in the past if I'd missed a game, I would have felt like I was really missing out. I wouldn't yeah, want yeah. to, and actually coming back from from holiday and having the Norwich game a few days after I got back, I just thought, fuck it, I, I can't, <laughs> I cannot be bothered. I just don't want to go, and yeah. I did, I did end up going because I'm an idiot, but. But I'm getting to that point. What a lot of fans are doing as well is um, a few people I know are going to their local teams now, like really local. So, I mean, Bracknell Town are doing very, very well in their league and they've done well over the last couple of years. Um, and their attendances have been going through the roof. And like I say, a few of them are real hardcore Reading fans are going there now. Because it's, I mean, eight quid a ticket, cheaper food, cheaper beer, better more day. entertainment, better day yeah. out. Yeah. The football's... Easier um, to get there and get away. Exactly. Yeah. So... And Reading City, um, yeah, form this year. Scarrows Lane, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I want to just really quickly drop something yeah. in there. I think they're doing um, free entry this weekend. People who aren't going to West yeah, Brom, they are. They are. For, season for season ticket yeah. holders, so you just got to show that on the way in. I think that's mm. that's cool. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, we're soon be playing them in the derby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Couple of seasons when We've we go past one of the derby, but now it's going to come true, isn't yeah. it? Brilliant. <laughs> I would fancy them actually. I have to be honest because if it's actually an ugly battle, <laughs> we're and, lose. and by the way, thanks for reminding me we're playing West Brom this weekend. I've forgotten. Moving on <laughs> to West Brom, yes, yeah, lovely, nice, lovely. Um, yeah, that's going to be really good, isn't it? They've won four of their five home matches. They've only lost one, which was a freakish result on the first day of the first season day, to Bolton. Yeah. They look. They probably go top again tonight. They're playing shuffle Wednesday. Um, even if they don't, they're going to be very near the top. I mean, our waveform's a bit better. I'm trying to put some positivity into it. And we've actually got the point, uh, Aston Villa. We beat Preston. We got thingy, a result at um, Brentford. Those results aren't too bad. Obviously, one at Blackburn as well. I don't know. I mean, I expect us to. I expect us to get a draw. I've you got reckon? This, well, I've got this weird feeling that we're going to keep doing this this season, where we'll we'll kind of match the bigger teams, and then the one the games we throw away are going to be the Norwiches and the QPRs and the Boltons mm. and and that at home, where we've got a chance to win something and we just can't get up for it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we went and got a draw. No, I think it'd be typical us if we go there and get something, and it will be one of those things where we get hope again, and then we're going to be let down next home game and. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we will get anything. But there's something in the back of my mind, like Sam says, which thinks we're actually going to do it because we're going to get up for it a bit more. Okay. Um, there's something to prove. Bigger I team. Think we're going to get spanked. Oh, we haven't. <laughs> but again, we haven't yet coming. this season, right? You, you yeah. say it is coming. And I yeah. agree. But and I know it's easy to keep pointing and saying we haven't had a one go- more than the one goal swing yet, mm. right? But um, do I go? But yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I'd, I'd love us to. I mean, bear in mind, Clement's going to do. Um, he's going to have to go there and change the team. 
Yeah, well, he, so he, can't, well, he can't go and play the same team the last five games. You are <laughs> so, correct, but um, <laughs> but you yeah. he, he needs yeah. to go and change something. So we're going to be going in there with a slightly different mentality. He's got to bring Sims in. Yeah. he's got to yes. bring him in. He can't play Aluko again. I mean, he's got to drop him out. He's got to the back four. Um, I'd probably keep that, even though they weren't amazing. I, I think thought, I keep that, but the midfield was ugly. But I mean, Bakuna before last night actually had been playing yeah. okay. Yeah. So I don't need to drop him out because of one poor performance. But you bring Swift in, right? Yeah, you bring Swift you drop back Kelly in. Or... Yeah, definitely bring Swift drop in. Drop Kelly, you've got yeah. to drop Kelly. Um, I'm not sure what you do with Barrow because Barrow, I didn't think, was great last he night. He wasn't well. great last it's, night. It was forward dog chances. I don't think it's great. No. It doesn't I, think, I think for me, Barrow again, though, is a player that, that I know he fished us out quite a few times last season, but I think, uh, again, there are elements last night and previous games where certain players rely on other players to play well for them to be able to perform Swiss one Barrow can do it on his own but I still think you need the rest of the team around him doing yeah. something yeah, yeah. I just really hope that Bob Varsen's fit but if you're pulling out of a match just before Clement said not really a chance no. on the radio and, and Mayfair's out as well he's suspended Five yellows. I mean, so. McNulty was pointing to be an out and out. Do you think he? He can't think... play on his own. I don't think not in the championship. But who else have we got? No one. Are we going to play Loader? I'd I mean, go. I'd, I'd, I'd go. Uh, yeah. In fact, if I was going to play Loader, it'd be an away game. Yes. Because yes. you've got you yes. don't have that negativity you have at this home. Way, your yeah. first your first start, mate. Your first match Look, against I mean, the team that's probably at the top of the championship. You may see the ball yeah. for a couple of times in this game. The, the, yeah. This is but, one where we don't have a lot of pressure on us because the result yeah. on, in totally. on the on paper is a foregone conclusion. That's why last night was so big. Yes, it was huge. <laughs> yeah, it was huge. So big, um, and it's and it will say a lot. And it will probably be the the beginning of the end for McNulty if Loder starts ahead of him. That would be a huge, it would be, yeah. a huge. McNulty's been given a chance now, though. He's been given many chances, and he's not really done. He hasn't Last scored, night he, he looked isn't... completely off the pace. Yeah, no, he's he the, didn't, he, didn't look. He was yeah. just getting caught out every it's single not, it's time. Not his he level. didn't look up to. And it. some players are a certain level, aren't they? Well, I think, I think played it, though. But I so. think it could be his level. I think as soon as you yeah. hit the net a few times, I mean, I would have said the same about Lafonte. Jumped a couple of well, a division, didn't he? And. And, and did it I think mm. sometimes it just takes you getting a few goals and getting a bit of a run um, but I just don't think he's doing it at the moment in the kind of, the kind of way we're playing I'd, I wouldn't have him in there uh, no I can't see McNulty starting but it is absolutely impossible to predict Paul Clement teams isn't it <laughs> it really is I mean we had that for quite a while with Jap Stam he had the uh, yeah just the, the, the tombola. The, the random I think Brendan Rodgers started with the tombola for the team selection many years ago. <laughs> but I mean, we just need to pass it on. The, to are, each one. are we going to play a Luke up front? Oh, no. Are we? No. no. Is it no. going to happen? No. Is the dream going to come true? If I was going to, if no. I was going to do <laughs> anything, dream. if I was going to, if, if we're completely yeah. out of options, I'd put Barrow up front because at least yes. Casey can get. Yeah, that behind. would make more sense. You can I just mean, ping balls over the top, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know what else you do. Yeah, but. no, that would make more sense. I mean, I don't think he's obviously the answer, but that would make far more sense um, than Maluco. I just don't think McNulty can fit. I don't think no. Maluco. I don't think if if um, Bulldog's not fit. Maybe it's one of those games where the manager just goes off throw in loader, and then everybody goes if he doesn't do it. It will, it, it will. It's gaining. We saw that with Samuel once. And you've got to manage. You've got to manage the youth, and, and that's one thing I think. Yeah. Um, I know he gets a lot of criticism, but when you're playing this badly, remember what happened. I think we brought this up when I was last on. Aaron Cool, arguably, his career was kind of ruined when Atkins was here and had to play him, and we yeah. were getting beaten. 
three, four, five mm. nil. We he was. The, I think he played in the six nil at Birmingham. Yes, and he was did, part yeah. of that team that kept losing. And and that's enough to you know do you in at seventeen years old. So you can't. You don't want to be throwing in youth when we're playing this badly, and because that can really. I think that can just do. It. Yeah, I mean, you could also say if you. You could also say on the flip side of that is they've got nothing to lose. No, fear. no yeah. they don't. But I, I yeah. do think it's easy as a fan to kind of. Say, oh well, just throw the youth in. No, that's the answer. That's the easy. But just actually, give it both sides. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think you need to be careful about how you do it. I agree. Um, I agree. You can ruin it. I mean, I remember seeing Aaron Cole play at Brentford away. No, and he just had a horrible game. Yeah, and he just wasn't up to that level. It doesn't mean that he would never be yeah. able to reach it. Yeah, I mean, he, he just destroyed he, him. In the end, he didn't even make it a non-league. I don't think he's it's amazing because I remember seeing. Him, but then it's yet again that jump up from academy to first team is so massive. So but not for, like Tish Bowler that first season he was with us he looked he was fine excellent, he looked yeah. comfortable he and I, I still would say like if he if he was available now on a free or something I'd take him I'd take a mm. punt on him because back then I looked at him and thought he's a player who would be able to do it he should never have left level. and I know we got good money for him but he, 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 for himself he should never have gone there's lots of moves like that there was yeah. a yeah yeah, you can't always work out for you. No, 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 Some things happen in their personal life that you don't know as well. How wanted to get yeah. rid of Tish Bowler. I can tell you that from oh, conversations that? that I had with him. Um, because he'd had, uh, he pulled his hamstring a few times and they, it looked like it was going to be a recurring issue. And oh, I think they God. saw him as potentially a long kind of, you know, a recurring injury. And and we suddenly someone came in and said, here's five million. Um and I think that was... That it was, was silly money. I remember oh, it was silly, silly money. money for someone but, who but, okay. Yeah, uh, that was definitely something that, that the club were interested in doing yeah, if, oh, the, yeah. if the money was there um, because yeah. they, they thought he was... I don't blame the club at all. No. Well, you look at the transfer of that one, just looking at that, it, it's worked out for Redden, hasn't it? Yes. It hasn't done anything. No. So yeah, but then if we had him in the team now... Yeah, but we don't know, but we have to work on what's happening. You're right, you're right. Yeah, you're come right. on, Sam. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you who we will be seeing on Saturday, an old friend... Oh, who's that? Uh, West Brom, our old friend. Oh no! God, oh, no. Imagine him scoring the last minute winner. No, no, no! Like... Seriously, that just made me want to finish the podcast. <laughs> right, that'll now. be it for me. I'm done. Yeah, if, he scores, if he scores, if he scores, if he scores on Saturday, I'm Honestly, done. I'm finishing. This now. <laughs> okay, then. So that is great. Then I cannot talk about that man. <laughs> I am done with this week. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Cheers. <laughs>